0: hello welcome again to thanks for asking it's a sunny morning in lagos nigeria and i'm just i need help (laughs) my enemies are after me please i need somebody to open a credit card in my name or in their name and you know send it to me let me use and buy flight tickets and let me buy let me go shopping let me go on a holiday to greece and to to spain and to south of france i mean i need help my enemies are after me you guys (laughs) so yeah if you haven't caught my drift i just finished um watching the tinder swindler on netflix and i was just shaking my head like i mean i watched that series and i was like hmm when will people learn when will we learn when will women learn i mean i started off this year with an episode about skipping breakfast right i talked about somebody that was also a victim of love scam and i mean just less than a month after netflix has a a mini series that is trending in most countries everyone is watching it about the israeli con man that you know had like a string of victims he actually had a ponzi scheme where he would you know meet a woman woo her like you know just sweep her off her feet in the very beginning of the relationship so i mean this particular documentary covered three ladies majorly right um the first one he met um on tinder which is a dating app that some people use. I have never used a dating app before, but that doesn't mean that using a dating app makes you um, a victim or makes it okay for you to be a victim of love scam. But I just don't know how those things work. Um, But I mean, in today's fast paced world and the way that the world is going, we don't have enough time to actually do our work, you know, be able to visit family, still go out and meet people on dates. So I mean, using the internet is a very fast and effective way to meet new people and if people meet people on instagram on twitter on facebook then tweet what's it called now tinder is just another um place that has been specially curated for you know singles to meet so i have no i have zero um judgment against anybody that uses uses like dating apps but This particular guy was on tinder and you know with those kind of apps you have to have a very nice profile that shows you traveling you with a dog you with family so the more appealing your profile is the more um likely it is for a woman or a man depending on what you're looking for for them to swipe right i think swiping right is the better One, you guys, this is all very green to me, but I think yeah, when you swipe right is when you want to make a match, and when you swipe left is when you do not care for the person. Anywho, so this guy is very, very hot. He looks good, his Twinder Tinder profile, I keep calling it Twinder. His Tinder profile is you know one of those ones that you stop and stare at. So this girl says when she saw him, she was like, Oh, this is nice. So she did the what she was supposed to do, swipe right, I think, and then they made a match and then they DM'd they her quickly and started talking to her. Oh, my God, you're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. That same day, he says to her, do you have a passport? Like, I'm about to, I have a business trip. I work in a diamond. My company is something, something, Leviev Diamonds. Um, I'm the son of the owner. And I have a um, business trip to... Sophia in bulgaria so do you want to join me and everything and she's like wait are you joking and he said no 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 why not we'll pick you up blah blah so they left from london on a private jet to sofia that same day so their first date was on a private jet they went there they did whatever business they went for they came back and then he was just wooing her gifts you know nice restaurants um so it was just she fell fast you know I'm, i'm i'm sure if you listen to the other podcast i made about that italian doctor is just similar so everything was just you know you'd be like oh oh my god i'm just so lucky what have i done in this life what's all the good i've done Who remembers in Sound of Music where, in one of those songs where they said, somewhere in my youth or childhood, I must have done something good, you know, because nothing comes from nothing, nothing ever, uh, nothing ever could, right? Yes, yeah, so I don't want to sing because my voice is groggy. But the point is, you know, sometimes we, we think that when good things happen to us, is because we may have done something in our past or at some point in our lives to have deserved it. Because I mean, how do you meet somebody on stories, get it right, Tinder, and in that same day, he's already flying you in private jets to go to a different country. You know, taking you around, buying you nice stuff. You know, he deals in the diamond business. Ah, said if you ask yourself that man. I must have done something good to deserve this. So this girl was, you know, just happy and the thing was going good. Somehow he asked her to be his girlfriend. I can't remember. To see you guys. I'm not very bogged down by the details, right? But whole gist of it is, she fell in love quickly, and they started to date. Then story comes up first thing he's about to pay for something or whatever travel somewhere and because of his enemies you know diamond business is like i don't know i don't know if it's the mob or whatever but he's he made it seem as if they have enemies people after them therefore please oh in fact let me tell you what this guy used to do so when he wants to initiate the collecting money from the women he has this particular picture he has a bodyguard that always used to work with him the guy's name was peter peter now paul you guys, I'm telling this story terribly, but please bear with me. So this his bodyguard, that is like a huge-looking Russian guy. You know, it was always with them, so you just feel as if he's a very important guy because he always sister hi, you always had to have an orderly or a bodyguard. So he sends this girl. He sends this girl a picture of the guy with a broken head and blood and then they're inside an ambulance going somewhere and he says "Peter's down Peter is down it's like why like um so somebody attacked us and everything i have to lay low for a few days what's going on today? you know the person's like oh my god baby what's going on i'm so sorry to hear this but because women are gonna panic you mean your boyfriend is sending you a picture where his bodyguards head is broken and they're in an ambulance you're gonna be worried right so yeah he sends you that first of all and then you start to panic and then he says they have to lay low because his people have advised him, security people have told him that, you know, people are after them and they're following them, they should do this and do that. After that he now says to you, Oh my accounts have been frozen, please I need I need to pay out this amount quickly, quickly, please help me loan me twenty thousand pounds or dollars, or whatever. Um, go to American Express and get a card. So the girl went and got a card, a credit card, gave it to him, he blew it through. She added increase the credit limit, blew it through again. Then he says to her, Oh my god, what's going on? Like I need more money, I need more money. She went to another blender again, got money, sent to him. She was just getting money from everywhere. In fact, the one that actually blew my mind to show you that it's actually an organized crime. At some point she couldn't get any she couldn't get a higher credit limit on no, is it credit limit? I don't know the term. She couldn't get more money on the American Express card because I mean she's unemployed, she's whatever. So he employed her as a staff of their company. Gave her all the documentation she needed and everything. So she was able to increase the amounts she had access to on the American Express card, and the guy blew through it. So, yeah, that's one story. Second story is quite similar. That one, I think they were just only friends. They didn't really have anything going for each other. But it was about the same time that he was with this, his main girlfriend, that is spending, giving him American Express credit cards to blow around. He spent a lot of money on her. They went around, traveled around Europe, just having fun. So where he saw that the first girl is now beginning to suspect okay pay me back the money pay me back the money at this point guys she had loaned him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. you know this their systems work with credit score credit rating all those kind of things you can imagine how bad her credit was because she wasn't paying back what source is she gonna have to pay back all those credit cards so she's asking him can you pay me back he wrote her a check from one swiss bank and sent it to her so she went to the bank she was you know how you go typing hoping that the check has cleared zero she called her bank they said this thing is not working that's when she now you now don't her. i may mean, have been scammed she eventually the american express people came to her house and she explained to them that see what is going on i did not spend this money you can see all the hotel bookings flight bookings were done on in this name he's my boyfriend and i was giving him and they got to at the name they said oh okay yeah that's the guy she's like that's what guy they said yes this guy is a known scammatist that goes around you know swindling women he's even been convicted in finland right yeah so he even went to jail for three years for similar for a similar crime he came out changed his name his actual name is something something he's israeli blah blah he's not the son of any israeli billionaire. he just used the guy's name so i mean just imagine somebody comes today and tells us his name is shegun otedola right and says he's the son of it- otedola you know who are you gonna Are you gonna, i mean you're probably gonna believe right he wasn't any related to that family so, so this guy, this guy had got so this Israeli businessman billionaire and his wife went to some holiday somewhere. It looked like all those, they are Greece or I mean maybe south of France. They took a picture along by the beach somewhere. Like yeah, this guy photoshopped himself into the picture, so they were not like a family of three, whereas that picture never even existed. So the guy was just a scam artist, you know. The second girl, he made her sell the house. The money she was going to use to buy a house. He called her and sent her the exact same picture, exact same story. Peter is down, enemies are after me, enemies are after me. She sent him forty thousand dollars. He never paid her back. So then the third girl. Now that one story wasn't really clear. I think it was also still tr- um, through um, Tinder. They met, and she was girlfriend and everything. But she loaned him some money. She now started noticing some inconsistencies. Um, in fact. This guy was just a, a proper, proper, proper scammatist. Um, so when these girls now teamed up with each other, when they found out what was going on, you know how, you know how victims sometimes can you know, form a coalition. So they did that just to bring him down. They were able to get authorities involved. They found out, they even went to Israel, found out his family house is from a very poor background. His mother said, I have nothing to do with this boy. He moved out of home. He's changed his name. He's a criminal. You know, deal with him at your own peril. He was even wanted in Israel. So then i started doing like some kind of stint operation the third girlfriend was the most helpful so i mean there's so many things we can achieve when women when we work together because i mean okay let me just tell the story i mean the the third girlfriend girlfriend now Started working with the FBI or was it Interpol now? Um, but she did not let him know, so she was still communicating with him and everything. She has said to herself that okay, I've given this guy so much money, this guy is a fraud, I need to find a way to get my money back. So the guy needed money urgently because you guys don't forget he's running a Ponzi scheme. So he takes money from Peter, pays Paul, takes money from Paul, pays Peter, like that. Not even pays Peter, he takes money from Peter, spends it on Paul, (laughs) then he takes money from Paul, spends it on Barnabas. (laughs) then he now takes from Barnabas, spends it on timothy you get my bible references i'm just saying one person pays for the next person's enjoyment that person that's enjoyed will now pay for the other person coming i never even really knew what he was doing with the money because it wasn't clear that he was investing it or it was just blowing it on women and on a lifestyle that's just beyond his means so this girl now realized that okay since i've entered this scam let me just find my way out of this right she now connived with these people and told him he needed money urgently she now said she doesn't really have but i mean babe you have all this designer stuff you have gucci prada versace you, you, everything you wear is designer let us sell some of these things quickly make this money and all of that he was like okay no problem she said she already she, she was already working in the luxury business anyway so he trusted her so she went to his house and packed all his designer stuff clothes bags and bags and bags of clothes and shoes and everything took them to her house she now started putting them online at this point he was already wanted because the other girls had gone to authority so he was undercover he was hiding she went online she started advertising the things she was selling them selling them making her money i think eventually i don't know but i think it was around fifteen thousand dollars she was able to make before he wasn't asking her so where's the money she said okay it's time for the scammer to be scammed so she didn't give him she was giving him excuses he was now angry boyfriend that is like oh i love you i'm your this i'm your that his true colors came out which is very very true even in nigeria have you ever been called by all those, all those um, cold callers that call you to tell you something about your card or your bank or they tell you that you send them money and when you catch them in a lie they start to insult you they start to scream at you insult you i've heard that sometimes they insult your parents tell you you know they start to use crazy words people that were just sounding very professional <laughs> you can imagine the switch someone is saying to you hello i'm calling you from access bank i want to tell you that your card has a problem Kindly refer to whatever, whatever. Check the card number and you say, you're a thief. Why are you calling me? I know you're a scammer. The same person will switch and tell you, God punish you. You are mad. Come on, get out. Whatever. You're like, uh-uh. I thought you were a staff of access bank. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what this guy did, you know, because it's just a, I mean, it's just a classic, classic uh, swindler. So yeah, so let's scream in a heart. If you don't give me my money, I'm going to kill you. I will find you. See, don't mess with me. For every action, there's going to be a reaction. <laughs> That was his classic line that used to make me laugh and be like, This guy is a physicist. I mean, you really, really like the laws of Newton, Abby. So, yeah um the particular second girl did not even send as in she was just enjoying herself collecting the money collecting it. she enjoyed seeing him suffer and everything so sometimes he will scream sometimes he will not calm down and think we'll let him still use those his persuasive methods you know and say to her um hello please now please help me I, you, you've been there for me i love you whatever whatever i want to spend the rest of my life with you don't do this to me she won't answer him next day he's flipping out again screaming at her blah blah Anywho, so he got desperate, he was staying in a hostel. He now started living like from hand to mouth, he was really suffering, sending her pictures, just trying to compel her to send him money. She refused to send him money. So he got so desperate, he got on a flight because you know this guy is a warrant for his arrest that's out. So any if he gets shows himself at any airport or whatever, he's gonna be picked up. So he could not not fly. So he entered got a flight to travel to some country and Interpol picked him up. And yeah, that was how he was picked up. Um, He was expedited to Israel to face his charges and eventually sent to a couple of months in jail and everything. Because the truth is, which is why I'm doing this podcast, people were actually surprised that the guy went scot-free. Because at the end of the podcast, they said, "That's a podcast, end of the mini-series, they said, um the women are still there paying off their their loans whilst this guy is back in israel he's back on instagram he's living his life he's actually he just spent a few months in jail and has just been you know living la vida loca he's not a businessman whatever so people were actually shocked that nothing happened to him guys nothing is going to happen to him because it is what is called voluntary giving none of these women could accuse him of stealing their credit cards lying to them defrauding them i mean going to use their card behind their back stealing their pin none everything was done with your clear eye with your own as in you made these decisions without any kind of pressure i mean you were not drugged you were not your hand wasn't held and pressed on a fingerprint scanner for something to go through nothing you did this yourself which is why self-preservation is the most important thing we can do for ourselves as women it's not selfishness it is self-preservation because the people that are out there to get you these scammers are trained professionals they say the right things they do the right things they woo you they they're not going to come there and just be like those access bank code callers or those bank i'm, I'm sorry i'm always saying access bank but i mean all those people that call you tell you something about your card or whatever especially in nigeria they don't sound like that these ones are professionals so they are going to meet you at that thing that you like so i mean every woman wants to be flown around with all those nice things that's what they're going to come with and the rule of thumb has never changed if it seems too good to be true it probably is too good to be true so we just need to learn to contain our our quest or that thing and those nice things we have we want that we believe that when someone shows us, oh, it means that they love me, it means that they care about me, it means I'm better than the next person. Hello, my dear. I'm sorry to bust your bubble. But the lifestyle that you've become accustomed to, the lifestyle you pay for by yourself or your parents are giving you or whatever, you need to be able to find happiness in that so that whenever anything comes that is extra, it's just, uh, you can actually turn it down. I mean, I imagine somebody saying to me, oh yeah, babe, I just met you. You just met me today. Let's come and start going to Bulgaria. Get on a flight. I'm like, Wait, do you know I already had my day planned? Do you know I already have have a job to go to? I'm not just going to switch things around because you said, that means I'm not living a purposeful life. At the risk of sounding like I'm blaming the victim, I am not blaming the victim at all. I am just saying that these three girls are so brave. I'm very proud of them for doing what they did because they've helped to save the lives of so many other women that this guy could have continued to do this to this ponzi scheme with. So the guy is back in Israel now. So maybe, I mean, if he's swindling his own fellow Israeli women, that's different. But I mean, he could have gone on and on if they did not speak up and they were just the, they were the four guys, right? You know, we sacrificed them to be able to learn. But what are we learning? And it's important we have the conversations about what we are learning. And I mean, this is not in any way a podcast that's trying to shame men or say whatever. I'm just saying we have identified a scam and we've seen the success factors. What makes it easy for this scam to happen? and we just want to point them out so people know so that when you see these signs you can tell that hey this thing is looking too good to be true i need to step back a bit i need to discuss it with friends i kept wondering that these girls everything you guys are giving this man even the one that gave the money she was going to use to buy a house did you run it by your mother your friends anybody around you you probably did not and that's the thing that this scammers is cashing on they want you to just they, they sort of separate you from everybody else they give you this good life make you feel as if everybody else is going to be jealous of you they don't know what we have you're the best thing since sliced bread blah blah and then you just start to trust them. You feel like nobody else is going to understand what we going, what we have. So if he asks you for money, you can give them the money. You cannot even tell your friends because your friends are going to say, "Don't give him." So you're like, "You guys don't know what he has done for me." You know, you don't understand. You don't understand. He's been so kind to me. So you carry all the money. You get into loans and loans just because. How much is the private jet flight to wherever? Does he own the jet? I mean, if you now compare what he's asking for versus what he gave, you see that it was actually nothing it was you can't even compare them so guys that's important that we know that this scammatists most of them are veterans in this game they know these things it's just like you take your dog to the vet, and the vet, the dog doesn't talk, right? But the vet is able to diagnose what's wrong with the dog. They know, you know, they do the blood test. they do all those things, and they're able to treat your dog. That dog cannot say what is wrong with them or a child. That's how good these people are. So you need to trust them as professionals, and give them the respect that they deserve. <laughs> I mean, they may not have earned the respect in the traditional sense or the moral sense, but you know, they are they are good, formidable people in what they do. So don't think you are so smart that it could never be me. It could never be me. You just need to guard yourself the same way they tell you never give anybody your 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 card number or give anybody the know the digits behind your card that's the same way or your pin or someone calls you and says what's your mother's maiden name you know now well if you do not know that you should know now that you should never tell people those kind of things or your um your the name of your first pet or the name of your elder sister all those questions those important elder questions they ask us you guys don't just be div- diverging into anybody that asks because these people are building they're building their warehouse to use against you in the future. Um, another very important thing is, yeah, you can call it steadiness, you can call it anything, but if you have the attitude of, I'm not going to spend on men, it helps you. Because I read Steve Harvey's book back then when it was like, think like a man or behave like a woman, think like a man. I've forgotten what it was called. I remember, I think one thing that stood out to me in that book where he said, men are concerned about three things to provide, to profess, and to protect. Those three things. But that's like, is an, an instinct in men. That's how they were. Uh, it's the Adamic nature or whatever. You have to protect your family, protect your woman, uh, pro- profess, that's, you know, tell her you love her. You have, they have to use their mouths to be able to get women. So they must say something to you that you like. Nobody's just going to go grab you from the street and take you to the, to the altar to marry you. So they must profess, you know, say it, and then they provide. It's just an instinct for them. They want to be able to provide, to say, this is what makes them a man, all of that. I don't know. Steve Harvey is who I'm quoting here. So regardless, yeah, when I see someone that is professing but not providing or not protecting or not having that instinct to protect me, to ask you, are you safe? Have you got home safe? Have you done? You know that something is funny here. The one that is providing everything but doesn't profess nothing, whatever, is also a problem. So I mean, those three Ps are very important things to have at the back of your mind, regardless of all of that. I personally just don't. I've been there, done that. I'm not doing it again. Let everybody just have their own money. Let everybody be able to fend for themselves. When we become one unit, we'll bring our forces together. You bring yours, I bring mine. I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force member together type thing. Come together and start to build and start to move towards the future. But not when you are still driving on your own lane, going to one direction, I'm going to another direction. You'll now be cornering me to collect something. Nah. So it's, all, it's a red flag for me when I see those kind of requests all the time. Can you borrow me this? Can you lend, can you lend me this? Can you help me get a loan? Nah, no, no, bro. I can't. You know? You are not the solution to the world's problems. So this guy kept making these girls feel as if they were the only ones that could help him. Oh, my enemies are after me. Please, please, it's only you I know. You're the only one I can call. You're the only one I can beg. You guys, when anybody calls you something like that, is it that they are drug users? I've had a similar experience where somebody called me out of the blues, and sounding so pathetic. Please, 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 Doris, I need money, I need money. I'm like, sorry, I don't have at this moment. Because I'm thinking to myself, I haven't spoken to you in over five, if not even longer, 10, ten years, whatever. You come out from the woodworks and you're asking me for money. I'm like, the other people in your life, people that you were talking to in the last five years, somebody will be able to give you this money. That's my logic, right? So I just said no, because I knew I was not going to get the money back. He went from asking me for 10 million naira, that he was going to pay back that same day or the day after, which I said, I'm sorry, I don't even have that. I said, Can you make it five million? Can you make it two million? I said, I do not have. I'm sorry. Can you make it is it 100k? Okay, just give me 100k. Let me just use and solve this problem now. He said, Doris, please, please. Doris, okay, 50k. I said, Are you okay? How can you go from this amount to 50,000? And I said, Maybe it's drug use, maybe he actually needs a quick fix and he's just trying to do everything possible to get it because it made no sense to me that somebody. We we'll be going go as far as i'm telling you you guys i need even see the message please doris i'm not asking for the 10 million all i need is 50k or even 30k or anything you can send to me please i need to be there so i don't lose it all i promise to pay back please even 20 i'll pay back in two days so he's going to pay me back the money what's 20 20? oh 20k even if i can give him 20k he's going to pay me back in two days what is this guy talking about? I said, like I said, I do not have any money to spare. I have a lot of commitments and I'm sorry to disappoint you at this time. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I sound like customer service (laughs) or HR when they are sending you a rejection email. Anyway, he says, please, I need to add up to get there. I have to do this before the 6th of April, which is tomorrow. If not, I will lose so much and I'm being careful who I talk to. Please, you won't or I won't disappoint you, please. Freaking hell. I'm like, what the hell? Can you see the urgency? So there's that need, you guys, this is my exact experience. I'm reading this from my phone. I actually saved the guy's number as something, something, don't pick. I don't want to tell you who he is, but this is somebody that I knew from the past. And he's desperately asking me for money like this. I said, I do not have money. What should I do? I don't like that you're pushing this. We haven't spoken in years. I'm sure you can find help of 20K from people around you that you talk to frequently. Sorry, I do not have money. Thank you. He replied with his account number. I got said, and I replied and said, I'm just going to ignore this going forward. He said, Doris, the situation I'm in right now isn't too good and I can't get access to my company account right now. Can't transfer and no ATM for it. Please, if it's not important, I won't be doing this. Please don't just ignore. I beg you in God's name. Send me anything, even if, if it's getting from someone. Anything, please. You guys, can you see? I've said I don't have money. asking me to go out and get from somebody to send to him. Anything, please. Doris, I promise to pay back in two days. Please just don't ignore. I said to him, I'm not going to borrow money to help you. I have my own problems. Stop texting me. This is embarrassing. He now replied and said, Thank you. And this was the last time he spoke. This was what date, you guys? This was 5th of April 2020. You guys. So the truth is, these people. They will add that urgency. Help me, help me. This one, now is just calling me out of the blues. But I mean, imagine it was someone you were dating, begging you like this, saying, please help me. You can collect from somebody. You know, you'll be propelled you'll be to do it. So, like I said, these people are trained artists in this thing. And I also know I'm not the only solution. So I'm going to direct you to people. If you've forgotten that you have a mother, you have a father, you have siblings, you have a best friend, you have a best man that would come for your do be your best man at your wedding. You have all those people. So in that hierarchy, how am I the most important person to solve this problem for you? I am not. I cannot be and I will not be. Go back to them. So that's something you need to remember as a woman. Do not think that your self-worth or yourself, who you are as a person, is how you're able to be there for other people, how you're able to solve all the problems of the world. You want to be kind, you want to be seen as good. That's what puts us in a lot of problems. There's something called the power of no. The power of no is very, very important. No is just as good enough an answer as yes. There's nothing wrong with saying no. It doesn't make you a bad person. I mean, I just, just know that you can say no. And N-O, oh, no. My friend was telling me recently that her boss in the office was saying to her, "My dear, if you if you tell someone no, you are feeling bad. You're not ready. You're, you have to practice it. Stand in front of a mirror and be saying no, no, no." then you get used to saying it so i thought that was an important tip i could say on the podcast so i don't know if you have a problem saying no to things or to people please stand in front of a mirror and just be saying no 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 and maybe it now becomes a habit it now becomes ingrained in you just like it now becomes ingrained into you just like how we have these positive affirmations where we say to each other um, we say to ourselves i am i am rich i'm a woman going somewhere to happen and those things work that's the same way you should be saying no to some things Right, so it's very important we learn the power of no. Right, don't think that someone has scammed you, you go and curse them, and you know, Nigeria will say, We'll swear for you, I'll swear for you, nothing good will ever happen to you. Your generations will suffer, you will die. You and see, if we've learned anything from Nigerian politicians, all those swear know they work, in my own opinion. We've been cursing these people for years after years after years. They are, I mean, they are chilling, it looks like some of them die young, but I mean, poor people also die young, people that haven't done anything also die young, so you cannot attribute it to the curses. We have people that are 80 claiming to be 70, you know. whereas we have your regular Nigerians that they have plundered all our wealth, we don't have good healthcare system, we don't have good road network networks, we don't have anything. So someone that is in their 50s or 60s, people are dying of things that can just be managed, diabetes, like small, small illnesses that people manage, lifelong things, people are dying from them because of our Nigerian healthcare system. But these are our politicians that are still part of this system, they're not dying from those things. They live till they're 80, they're 85 and they claim to be 70 and they rule us as presidents. So why we say all of our costs do work? Stop wasting your time cursing people. Prevention <coughs> is better than cure, Abi, Prevention is better than cure. So don't think that you can you know, allow them to do you anyhow. You now go and start cursing and crying and no, my dear, I don't think it's gonna work. All your ex boyfriends that you've been cursing and shouting for, she be there. I they not not chilling. I didn't not <laughs> did okay. Or guys that'll be like, oh she left me when I had nothing. Ah, I'm gonna make it in life. I'm gonna show her, my dear. She's going to even show you pass. She's going to be all right. Don't think because she left you when you didn't have anything. I mean, she's going to spend her life married to one guy that they'll be eating bread and water every day, no? She's also going to be all right. So do not think that people's impact on you. Just leave them for them and their judgment. On the last day is will answer to God. But you don't be banking on the fact that something's going to happen to them. It's just a very foolish outlook on life personally that's my opinion so dead order narrative that if you will not prevent negative things from happening to you you will not you know wise up you won't you know say no so you guys you just have to be smart with these things you know nigerian parents are saying now, who they cried they road." the enemies don't think I don't, know. I don't know how to say it sometimes because this, these things that I see women getting swindled back to back to back, it's not as if you know, somebody hacked into your account. It's something that you did willingly, voluntarily. So the person cannot even be, be fined or tried in a court. The only thing you can actually establish though that you've loaned them the money and then maybe you go to small claims courts. Small claims courts, most times the highest amount is £5,000 or $5,000. When you've loaned somebody $250,000, how are you ever going to get it back? Can't well maybe you can. I'm not a lawyer, but I know that's how the series ended with the women still paying back their loans themselves while this guy was living La Vida Loka in Israel. So if a lawyer or somebody can advise on how they can get their money back, um I want to learn. But I've seen that in most situations where these things happen, do everybody just cuts their losses, the women go back and start educating other women about these things while the men just continue their lives enjoying. And vice vice versa as well. I mean, I'm sure there are women that are also scamming people like this, you know, promising them things making people take out credit cards in their name and never pay it back. So it's a crime that is hard to, to convict for. So this, that's why the scammers get away with it. So like I said at the beginning of the podcast, self-preservation is the most important thing. Look out for yourself, sis, you know. <laughs> Jacob said in one song, you got to watch the snakes because they're watching you, right? Watch the snakes so they're watching you They are watching you. They profile you. They know why they want to come to you and not to the next person. They know the women that are stingy. They know from one question, from the second question, they know the kind of games they're going to play to be able to get you to part with your hard-earned money. Don't fall that victim my dear. okay? Be wise. Always discuss with your friends. I mean, the last podcast I did was about friendships and how they're important for sense checking. Sense checking is somebody saying to you, hmm, okay, let's slap it around a bit. Let's see. Let's look at the logic here. Two good heads are better than one. It's in the Bible. Is it in the Bible? I don't know. I <laughs> We always say that. Or I own sharp net iron. I know that one is in the Bible. So when somebody has asked you for something and you can just call a friend of yours or somebody close to you and say, you guys, I just got this thing. I always consult, man. You guys just learn to consult. Learn to seek help. Learn to ask questions. It helps you verify life yesterday someone told me about their company was going to start selling shares and i was like oh okay that's interesting i walked into my boss's office because my boss had worked there in the past and i said to him i heard these people i want they want to start doing public offer i said really those guys do public offer i don't think so in my very presence he called someone that still works there and says what is this i'm hearing the guy said no that's a lie it's not true See, see 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 they had a discussion for about five minutes and then he said to me my dear it's not true maybe the person doesn't know what she's saying that is me i would ask questions immediately so imagine if someone comes to me and says, Doris, please, I'm in, a, I'm in a fix, I need this, I need that, you're the only person, please give me $10,000, go and get a loan. I'm going to ask somebody, be like, you guys, someone's asking me for this, and somebody around me is going to say, don't. I'm sure somebody will say don't, don't do it. So please, don't be holding on things to your chest as if you're the only one, be secretive, don't hide, hide it, bleh, suspicious of everybody else. That's what makes us get into these problems. Talk about it, talk about it, guys, talk about it to friends, family, get somebody to help you sense, check that thing they'll always see something that you haven't seen, okay? Um, please let, let us just be wise. It's a new year, 2022. We have goals, we have plans, we have things we want to achieve this year. Don't let nobody just derail you. Because as I'm speaking right now, somewhere, somewhere in the world, there is a woman that is giving somebody her ATM pin, <laughs> taking out a loan on behalf of somebody, loaning a friend. Even female friends are even in, on this table as well. I don't think it's only men, no. Learning a friend money that she doesn't even have, you know. Thinking she's the solution to all the problems of the world. So someone is desperately begging her like you were begging me in that text message. Please, you're the only one I have. I must do it before tomorrow. And she's responding positively to them. Hey, young girl. Hey, woman. Whoever you are anywhere. Hey, man. This also happens to men. Maybe it even happens more to men. But men never speak up. Anywhos, please Say no. Say no. If no, it's too hard for you to say. Another method that actually works is, what Ibo- people say that a lot when they say, okay, I do so cool. which means that okay doesn't cause fight. The word okay, right? So if someone says to you, please help me with this, I need this, whatever, you can say okay, and then you don't do anything. It doesn't cause fight. If you don't want to negotiate, you don't want to be caught in that battle of, I said yes, I said no, this happened, just say okay, and you have a few minutes of peace or respite, because they're not, uh-huh. It's like, ah, what, what happened? Be like, I'm sorry, yo. Oh, please do it for me. And I say, okay. And then you don't do it. That's what that girl did when selling off those clothes. She never said no, I'm not gonna send you the money. She just kept saying, okay, don't worry, I'll send it I'll send you. And she never sent it. Eventually she'll be she still kept her money. So you can use the okay method and do nothing, or say no and just manage it. manage their expectations and know that I'm not the one to mess with. Don't come to me, I'm not giving you anything. Right? So yeah. I think maybe this podcast will be called The Power of No. <laughs> because this tinder swindlers, lecky swindlers, abuja swindlers, eh, <laughs> but of course, enugu swindlers, eh, american everywhere swindlers, they are everywhere, instagram swindlers even full everywhere, every one guy bought bushmeat on instagram, and they ran away with his, with his money, he has become a, a bushmeat police on instagram, where he's telling everybody, watch out, all the pages, anyone, any fake page he finds, now he puts it up, just educating everybody, please do not buy it's very painful to be the victim of these things though, so just know that all these windlass are everywhere roaming and don't think you can ever be a victim because like I said, they are professionals, they know what they are doing. So just having the right mindset, having the right attitude to these things that helps you just not be a victim, you know. Um, and if you are a victim to these things, I actually pray that you you find, you know, I'm sure most of find therapy, something. It's not your fault. Um, it's not your fault at all, right? These people are just very vile people they're very wicked people but just try and build yourself back try to build your credit back try to you know make wiser decisions you know we live and we learn right nobody's above mistakes so it's not your fault um wishing you sending you love lights you know i don't know you but whoever you are if you've been a victim of love scam or some kind of swindling like this I'm just sending you hugs and hugs and hugs everyone that knows me knows that i never do any kind of victim blaming at all um so just want you to know that you know you can build back. You can build back. The story of Job in the Bible tells us how everything was taken away, but he still built back. So just see it as an eye another experience that you know you learn from and you keep it moving, okay? alright guys and girls thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast um if you enjoyed it you know what to do um, please tell other people to subscribe to the podcast you guys you can subscribe to this podcast now when this podcast will blow when this podcast will blow i want you to, be able to say we were there from the very beginning though, because <laughs> this podcast is gonna go places and you guys i just want you to tap in tap in now that we are still local when we become international You want to be able to say yes. So I was there from the beginning. (laughs) I'm only... I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. But thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love I get on this pod. I enjoy it. I appreciate it. You guys make me want to always keep putting out episodes. So yes, um, have a good day, everyone. Sending you love and light wherever you are in the world. Watch the snakes because the snakes are watching you. And just because you are paranoid does not mean they are not after you. So there's nothing about... There's nothing like being too paranoid, right? Okay, there is something like being too paranoid. But just a good there's a good balance of paranoia that helps you watch out and helps you preserve yourself right so just have a nice little very nice little um, amount of paranoia in how you make your decisions and how you look out for things it helps you go go far you know and avoid mistakes so until next time it's bye bye from me Doris see you on the next one bye